I'm Matt. I'm Alexis. And today we're very excited. Uh, today we're here to talk about our weekend plans, I guess. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, there's like a cool like sidewalk barbecue thing. They're going to they're gonna be doing some like jerk chicken tacos and I'm pretty into that. It's going to be like wow. 70 degrees. Yeah, it's nice. pri- really nice. prime, prime taco weather outdoors. I you said crime taco weather at first. I mean, I may steal some. It may be a crime. I wouldn't blame you. Though I would go for the jerk uh, chicken sandwich. Oh, sorry. It's a jerk chicken sandwich. And then it's what? The chicken tinga tacos was on that oh, thing? I don't know. I didn't study. Which it could do menu. both. But it sounds bomb. What about you, Alexis? What do you, what do, you do on a weekend? I'm going to go mini golfing this weekend. Oh, fuck Better yeah. Play. Yeah. Where are you going? And then buy a washer and a dryer. Just doing like a Pirates Cove, Pirates Cove situation. Uh, The golf thing. Uh, I love (laughs) the golf. Mick golf. Oh, you guys ever been to Pirates Cove? No, I have no idea. There's a mini golf chain up here. No, I've heard of it, but never gone. Okay, Uh, as long as you've heard of it, because I don't. Starting to make me feel crazy. (laughs) I don't think I've been there. Pirates Cove is like a big mini golf chain up here. It's oh. in like it's in Mass, it's in New Hampshire, it's everywhere. I mean, we had so many damn like local mini golf joints that we never like real deal, you know, homegrown real deal mini golf joints cooking up some. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying Pirates Cove is like special. I was just doing a guy fieri bit. I don't I don't know. Wow. Um, I was like uh the Kimball Farms one is good. Do you spend to the Kimball's farm mini golf? No, I only did when I was a kid. I did bumper boats there. I never did mini golf there. You got bumper boats. You got the um, Richardson's ice cream and the um, yeah. Oh, Kimball's ice cream's driving bomb. range. Richardson's had uh, two mini golf courses, driving range, batting cages, ice cream. They pretty much own all all of Middleton at this point. When this is all over, we should go. We should all go to Kimball's farm. I would love to do that. Have a I day, mini golf. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. We'd have to split into two groups because I'm pretty sure it's only like six people per group or else they'll yell at you. But I mean, there's three, of us. three people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, literally just us. <laughs> I I assumed extraneous people would be joining. What gross. Yeah, oh. we don't like other people. Sorry, that was my fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna be like friends and have friendship time with friends? Yeah, that's the three oh, of us. Just, yeah. just us. There's no more no there are else. no other people that I know. Yeah, yeah fuck those people. But in the meantime, I guess before we do that, we have to watch this Winter Soldier and Falcon finale. Can oh, I like shit. mini golf while that. I watch it? Like so I can enjoy it? I mean, it's going to make your notes really weird, but I guess technically you I could. guess I could I could stream it on my phone like in between shots. That could be fun. I guess. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. want. If that's what makes you happy. Sure. It's make me happier. Yeah. Um, all right. So we finally had one good episode of the show. I mean, one and a half. One and a half? One. It's like four. Four I was decent. Really like, I didn't really like it as much as you guys did. So oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving it a one. half. Sorry. <laughs> one and two thirds. One one episode that we could at least all it's say fine. wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Accurate. <laughs> all right. Correct. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, we're going into the finale. Uh, there's obviously some some plates up in the air still. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. what are what are the things what are our expectations our hopes or dreams or, or etc I don't really have any personally I just want to I want a, I want a nice big fight a nice clean fight 
<laughs> Someone to throw some punches, and then I'll be happy. But it's just like, who's going to be punching who with this fucking point? Like, you, you, got, uh, you, you, got, you got U.S. Agent punching Falcon, punching Bucky, punching Carly. Also, at least spoiler, four spoiler alert that he's going to be U.S. Agent. Oh, I mean, I thought that was always his name. Yeah. All right, you're wrong. Uh, John Walker's I, name in the I, comics I, was always U.S. Agent. Uh, sorry. I don't give a shit. I don't know if he'll be called U.S. Agent in the show. John shit. Walker. He's John's gonna punch Sam, Bucky's gonna punch Carly. There might be some cross punches between those four, but at least those four are throwing some punches. Now, is the power brokey gonna throw any punches? Probably like, not. But 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 like transitive punches, like hire somebody to punchy someone else. So then, like whatever his name is, Belrog, whatever the fuck. <laughs> I don't know. What... <laughs> Belrog. Like Batrox is going to be doing some punchies, so You're right, he might throw some punches. Property, by the transitive property, the uh, the power broker is throwing a punchy. Hired a person to throw a punchy. Transitive punchies. Transitive punchies. But is Zemo going to throw punchies in prison? Zemo's definitely not going to throw punchies. Zemo's in jail. <laughs> Zemo's Which a real is also just no such a weird like. Oh, we're going to just bring him out for a few episodes now. Back in jail. Right. Cool. You're you're really useful for a period, and then we must get rid of you because we don't know how to tie up your story. <laughs> so you're just gonna go away into the raft where we don't have to think about you ever again. Yeah, it it honestly just seems like they just didn't know what the fuck to do with them. So it's just like I don't know, just sunrise, sunset, put him back where he came from. Done. I mean, I think that that's fair though, right? Like, I don't know. Did we want Zemo to then break free and be running wild for another five? shows and I mean, movies and stuff like probably not i'm no, kind of good I, with i feel like he just didn't need to be there then <laughs> like i don't think he really brought too much to the story that if he was just kind of left out they couldn't have I figured out other ways to do it i don't yeah. know that they would have like ended up in madripoor or things like that without him because the whole point of madripoor mm-hmm. is it's like a, a a pirate land like a criminal land the good guys don't really know about it so he gets them in like if nothing else uh, Zemo is certainly the opportunity to get that story going, bring Sharon back in. Um, the power broker stuff that we all assume Sharon is power broker anyway at this point. Like, I I don't uh, I think you needed some kind of bad guy to help them with the bad guy city. Duh. Bad guy city. Nope. You should have just left it on my. Billy reference instead of your bad guy city. <laughs> um, the bad yeah, guy city of our city. No. <laughs> Christ, wow. No! We've been talking about... That's what you should have said. You're right. You're, I should have. In in retrospect, that was the right answer. Um, you were saying? I don't fucking remember. You... you, you... Fuck. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Like we we gotta we gotta clear up like a lot of shit. And like so they're they're storming the or they've already infiltrated the vote, the patch act or hatch act or whatever the fuck it is. Um they've already infiltrated hatch. that and they're gonna basically take it down from within and prevent the vote. And I assume the government's still not going to want Bucky, like Bucky and, and Falcon have still been benched. 
like they're still quote unquote not involved so it's like are they going to extraditiously just kind of come on in or are they going to be like oh fuck shit's shit's going haywire we got we, we gotta we gotta get involved or are they just going to be preoccupied with john walker while everybody else government dy's handles the grc bullshit i don't think that they're going to be preoccupied with john walker because at least because john walker is a little bitch yeah <laughs> i feel like they're more, they're going pretty... to be focused on the flag smashers slash grc stuff and then john walker will just come in and yeah, like is he just going to show up yeah, like... annoying yeah that's the thing it's like he kind of yeah. has no he has no like reason behind him anymore like at this point he's just going to be a dick to be a dick like i mean i assume he wants to avenge Battlestar some more lamar do some more avenging the the one for one murder wasn't sufficient so they're going to team up. I mean, with? Carly's the one that killed Lamar, so he still owes. He Does still he owe? owes. The, sorry. <laughs> he still feels the need to do the real murder, especially after I owe, the last I episode. I owe you one death. Where he met the parents and they're like, we know you got the right person. He was like, Fick. Uh huh. <laughs> so, like, if anything, I feel like John is going to go after uh, Carly, but obviously some conflict with Sam because he feels that he's Captain America now, he would probably want to take the shield back. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know that um, Sam and uh, uh, I don't know that Sam and uh, Bucky are really going to come in conflict with the government. They might. Um, given that Sam was the one initially offered the shield directly from Steve in the past. If he comes out now and says, like, yes, I will be Captain America, like, I don't think anybody's going to be mad. They're, they're going to be like, oh, no, you already said no. Sorry. Like, their version of it actions. didn't work out. So they'll probably be like, okay, yeah, cool. You you can do it. You've seemed pretty chill up till now. So you're pro probably not going to murder somebody on the town square. Because otherwise, I would say Sam's done like a good good job being level-headed and you know uh i want to say he's like a good soldier or whatever but he doesn't seem to be challenging status quo too much here um sure yeah i i don't know it it just it it it, it seems like having john walker team up with cat with with falcon and bucky at this point seems strange Oh, I don't think that's going to happen. That's not what I was but saying. But if they're both, if they're both fighting, you're saying they're both separately going to be fighting against the flag smashers. Yes, and like I, I think this is like a three-way fight. Everybody's everybody against everybody. Like the battle of the five armies. Like what? What incentive does Falcon and Bucky have to to take down John Walker now? Like he's already been stripped of his title. He just exists now as a civilian. He's just a crazy person. <laughs> They just want him to stop being a violent, crazy person. And they should have put him in jail instead of just being like, oh, here, we're just going to take away your shield. You beat fine. him up and left <laughs> him for the government. And then the government was like, now nah, we're good. The fact the that he dropped put on him, he's going to you know, run back out there and fight again. They're probably going to have to do something else to take him down. What they should have done is put him on the raft with Zemo. And then there you get future bullshit. 
I yeah, I mean maybe that seems like if anything, look, uh, uh, the 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 Bucky Falcon side has two folks. Carly's got like her group, sure. Um, John is alone. Y- you could have Bucky fighting the Flag Smashers. John shows up to also fight the Flag Smashers, and then Bucky goes to beat the shit out of John Walker. Like it can work. I mean, I assume yeah, it has to know. work. We'll we'll watch the episode. I feel like I don't we'll, know. I, we'll I figure out like if it worked. It's <laughs> thank you. I feel like it's got to be a he's they they all have to be fighting the flag smashers like i I feel like there's going to be like a a temporary ceasefire between the bucky bucky and sam crew and the john crew and they're going to be taking down the 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 flag smashers together and then they'll beat the piss out of each other not to spend another podcast over referencing civil war shut the fuck up but I would remind you that Cap and Iron Man were fighting, had a temporary truce to go fight Simo, and then just ended up fighting each other. So, so then, like, what I, I feel like it can happen. still just end up everybody fighting everybody. Yeah, whatever. I honestly don't. I'm not invested in any of this anymore. I don't care. Like, they can all just fucking die. And that's fine too. Um, like the last episode was better. I don't think it was good. It was better. Um, but like, if there's not going to be a second season and this is it, there's there's a lot they got to do. Like, I, there's a lot they got to do, but there isn't. Like, they have a lot of shit, but they kind of distilled it on down to just GRC in this one spot, like. This isn't to say that like the, the the far reaches of the flag smashers is across the the globe, mm-hmm. but they've distilled that down to just this one specific location in New York City that matters now. So it's like they knew, oh fuck, we created this global phenomenon that's way too big for us to wrap up in an episode or in a series. Let's make it specific to a specific event in a specific place so that we can rightfully tie a bow on this even if it doesn't actually answer the questions of what happens afterwards i don't think that i don't think there needs to be a a bow tied i think issues with the flag smashers and grc can outlive this series and be addressed in other shows with other characters i don't want them to i guess that's what i'm saying Sure, but like, th- there's no reason that it needs to wrap a bow on it because, okay, you beat Carly, toss her in the raft, whatever it is you do, some other, you know, uh, evangelist, terrorist, whatever, can pick up the mantle and become the new leader of the Flag Smashers, or maybe she figures out a way to operate it from prison. Like, I really wouldn't expect a, a, a nice clean bow of like this huge, sprawling secret terrorist organization we beat this one person. So I guess they're gone now in the same way that like Louis Dreyfus showed up in the last episode and there's clearly some shit going on with her. So, and other, other, other evil organizations in the Marvel universe. I, I think you need those to always kind of be there to like uh, lean on just in case you don't have a, a Thanos to show up or just, you need You need a quick explanation for, uh, you know, oh, this evil entity or person or group has ties to this other organization, and then it makes it an easier jump for the audience to say, like, oh yeah, because I know Hydra and Flag Smashers and blah 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 blah. 
Um, if you look at uh, Iron Man 3, like they introduced a brand new evil organization that just dissipated in the span of the movie. I don't even know if you can name it. Nope. Right? So it's like, do you want us to just keep inventing new evil organizations each and every time? Like, probably not leaning on a Hydra, leaning on a Flag Smasher, Wait, leaning on the, an existing was thing. Was that it's the fine. Octopus and the Rings in that one? Was it? Nope. Who is the... I mean, uh, yes, the Ten Rings were uh, throughout all of the Iron Man movies, but that's not who I'm referencing. Yeah, I don't remember. Advanced Idea Mechanics, a.k.a. AIM. It's a nope. huge, huge terrorist organization in the comic books. But the Marvel Cinematic Universe, not so much. They just did Hydra, and um, now they could do Flag Smashers. Yeah. So, that's my only point. It's like, yeah, I guess you're right. Like maybe we try and wrap it up in a bow. I think leaving this ongoing so that other movies can have like a just a very short. Uh, oh yeah, these are tied to the flag smashers. Like cool. I don't need any more. I get it. And now they go do villainous things. I don't have to spend an hour trying to figure out what's this villainous motivation because I spent some time with it in here. Especially given that WandaVision, Spider Man, and this have all dealt with like the blip or the unblipping or the the whatever having an ongoing GRC flag smashers, something rather makes sense. So we don't have to over explain the same trauma of the blip every single movie now. Yeah. This honestly just, oh, sorry, go on. I was just going to say, I feel like that's going to be a big part of this is they're going to leave so much just open into the universe. Like it's not just even going to be flag smashers or something like that. I feel like they're going to probably leave uh Sharon open to further stuff in the universe power broker as well you know assuming they're one and the same um Bucky's whatever trying to make amends kind of stuff I feel like that's going to keep going as well so I feel like it's not going to feel as final and complete as I would usually feel a miniseries should <laughs> it's just going to basically be here's some more information to set you up for more stuff in the universe which is kind of like what was the point of the miniseries it, this is, yeah this is it's, like, it's, it's like wandavision right like the end of wandavision you've she's like become the scarlet witch and there's still a lot left over right like you can bring agatha back if you want to there's this the white vision that's somewhere out there there's feel like stuff with her kids right like there's tons of loose threads that that story was really about wanda her grief and her becoming Scarlet Witch. So this is like Falcon, uh, him becoming Captain America. I assume we get more Bucky and like his post, uh, uh, like he was cleared of his crimes, like what his redemption arc starts to look like. Kind of makes sense to me. I do feel like the WandaVision left, wrapped up more things than what I feel like is going to happen here. I feel like, yeah, they opened it up to be like, oh, let's talk more about S.W.O.R.D., as well um and this other vision like agatha is like a maybe same thing as zemo like they're kind of locked away they can always bring them back because they always have to have these like spinning villains just in case Mm -hmm. they need to but i feel like wandavision was just like okay it it wasn't the whole premise of the entire series these things that they kind of led into the greater universe (laughs) so it doesn't feel like they just set it up early on and then we're just like had no resolution by the end they kind of set these things up much later in the series and just said okay now that's leading to the universe right if sure. reason for being wasn't entirely set up like this this 
honestly feels like you're going, you go to a stand-up show, there's somebody that opens and that opener stays on stage for six hours. And you're just like, okay, I get it. You're warming us up for what's to come next, but did you need this much time to do it? could was there no other option here um but it's not your best analogy but it's like it's not your worst either because it makes a lot of sense yeah like i've i've done significantly worse oh yeah 100 Signi- worse. I'm, it's just like in my head i'm like in in what world would someone not just like drag the stand-up comedian off the stage after that long all right you're fucking done yeah, like he, if this guy's on stage for six hours, like I don't know, that's feels or the old tiny like, cane comes yeah, out and like, just like pulls like them. Yeah, like yeah. you got like John Mulaney on the side. Like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> that's closer to a a good impression for you. <laughs> really? <laughs> closer. I got kind of like got the nasally part of his voice but i think it was more of a cadence thing than anything else oh yeah okay i'll take it i think it was a bit too high even for him dude gotta bring too it down high. a couple octaves for, yeah. for john <laughs> um actually there was there actually literally was that scene in, in uh, what's that fucking show called the pete holmes show crashing crash yeah crashing crashing where uh pete holmes goes on before john mulaney and mulaney's yeah. like pissed about it yeah yeah I enjoyed that show mostly just because I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed listening and listening to comedians. So just seeing comedians be comedians around other comedians is comical. It's kind. I mean, comedians with comedians being comical. I get it. It's like the the New Jersey Seinfeld. Exactly. Show. Correct. It seems like a lot. All right, let's <laughs> let's wrap <laughs> on, it. On, Go watch the show. On that fucking note, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody. My name is Mike. And I'm Greg. And together we are Robots from Tomorrow, a twice-weekly podcast appearing at MultiversityComics.com. Each week, we take some time to check out books and shelves on Wednesday that are worth your attention. And each month, we dissect the previous catalog. We also have long-form discussions about books we've enjoyed, like Dan Clow's Ghost World and Jack Kirby and Mike Royer's Commanding. And if that's not enough, we also do creator interviews. Some of the talks you'll find in our archives feature Mike Mignola, Leila Del Duca, Sean Martinborough, Emma Beebe, and Greg Rucka. So that's a lot of content for everybody. Please subscribe to Robots from Tomorrow in iTunes or Stitcher so you never miss a thing. Robots from Tomorrow has hours of comic-focused entertainment week in and week out. And now, back to your show. Welcome back. Well, what, what, did, what did everybody think? mediocre show has a mediocre end woo, 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 woo. i like parts of the ending i was actually quite happy with parts of the ending overall uh, though i still think yeah. it was a, a mess show <laughs> mess show i thought it was a i thought they wrapped it up great yeah it's fine yeah they did what they needed to do i really like certain parts like i said but overall i wasn't like oh this changes how the whole show is for me it's this was definitely you know, one of the better episodes, actually probably the best. I think I would rate this as the best episode. 
and then yeah, the probably. last episode is the second best and then all the other ones just don't even matter so like that's really the show could have been mainly these two episodes i would have enjoyed it more a slow ramp to a lot of really solid moments mm-hmm. this is the only episode that actually felt like um I don't know, it feels weird to say this uh, for like a huge studio conglomerate that just pumps this shit out at this point, but like this is the only one that actually felt like worthy of any of standing alongside any of the other productions in the MCU. It's like this yeah. in the last episode. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. This one, I, like, it, it was like, I don't know. I, I wanted to like it. I, I thought it was fine. I, I, I think I honestly liked other episodes more than this one. Not a big uh, punchy kicky fan? The punchy kickies are fine. Like it did sure. There's also another part of me that's like two super soldiers fighting each other is fucking Pirates of the Caribbean. It's dumb. Um oh, that's shit again. Yeah. It just those battles are always dumb. It's like, oh, I but punched you in the face. But they can die in oh. this one. Yeah, if they get shot. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe stop the punchy kicky and start the shooty. <laughs> start the shooty. Which also just like, I don't know. I kind of want to know the science again. Really, I just want like a science series on the Marvel Universe. <laughs> because if you super punch someone in the face, isn't that still going to cause damage if they can be hurt by a bullet? Like, or is it or is there literally like a bar like something has to be going x speed in order to penetrate skin or something like that or hurt like i imagine it's the the <laughs> it's not just like speed and momentum it's the weight or the the uh, structure of the thing right because bullets yes vibranium shield yes right like he killed the dude with the shield Whereas I think your composition but of also your hands people were is just not like enough. straight up punching the shield and like I'm fine now. Like, wouldn't that also kind of like break the even up there? No <laughs> rules. <laughs> I will never be happy with an answer here, by the way. Anarchy. Anarchy. Explain it. Maybe for the the spin-off of this show, we can do the science show and we can that. get different scientists to come on and smart people and whatnot. They can talk to us about the science behind punching get Matt, get Matt, a fictional Matt. metal i would Matt had to do that. some some marvel theories i don't know who that Matt is, pat's but... not a scientist he's just a guy with a lot of time on his hand and creativity fine i think it's probably better to get him because i don't know if somebody from then, like some gonna... dude from yeah. mit I want, I want oh yeah 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 you put the feelers out hey random mit professor do you want to come out onto a an mcu podcast and talk about the science and waste your time with the science of the mcu yeah i don't feel like anyone's coming on this podcast besides us. also accurate <laughs> you say that like that that's not a thing that regularly happens anyway on like blogs and whatnot like I feel if you like, just Google the science of Marvel Comics, you're going to get a ton of hits. Sure. But it's mostly just scientists that do this on their own time. Basically scientists that MatPat it themselves. Then let's find the MatPat scientists. Like, again, you're saying like all of this is uh, impossible. I mean, it is. And but I it also feels very easy. I feel like if it's I had one, a Twitter it's account, not, it's I not could just very go easy. on Twitter and be like, 
is there anyone very knowledgeable in science do who it, wants do, to come do, on the podcast? Do this, do this tomorrow, and let me know how it goes. I don't want to reactivate Twitter. Oh, oh, Mister, oh, it'd be so easy. I just put the feelers out. Don't, don't it's, you're 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 downplaying the allure of this opportunity. All right, I tell you what. If I actually do this, considering that there isn't going to be another Marvel movie or TV show for like another month or two or whatever, if I actually get on Twitter and say, hey, are there scientists who want to talk to this podcast about the science of Marvel Comics? And you will get on this podcast with me and talk really, to this scientist. I'll be really fucking annoyed, but sure, why not? What the fuck else do I have going on? All right, start your notes. I'm going to take, take a memo. I don't, I don't know how much traction that's gonna get. I'm very. I don't know how much traction this is gonna, gonna get, happen. but I'm gonna. Well, we were gonna do this. This this <laughs> this tweet is going out. Interesting. The whole day, like, I need like a quorum of scientists though from different backgrounds, right? Right. Like different physicists, different. Like, I also want to talk to mechanical and electrical engineers to figure out if Sam should have been able to fix that boat. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I want a whole swath of them to be able to answer. These and then things. we we need to find resident witches to discuss the Scarlet Witch. Um, important. I mean, I feel like that would be a separate one, though, because that's Correct. not science based. That'd be magicking magic at the movies. So yeah, magicking get, like, at the marveling at the and movies. All that, you know. Right. That could be one. fun. Yeah. But it better be a hell of a tweet, buddy boy. <laughs> you want to start your notes i don't sure like i will say right from the jump when i was selecting it in disney plus seeing that it was 10 minutes shorter than the previous episode that they padded to shit i was like that doesn't bode well for the rest of this that they that they padded out a previous thing to hit an arbitrary number but that arbitrary number was 10 minutes longer than the finale sure <laughs> this is weird it's i don't just, get you man it's sometimes weird. you're like it's too long and other times it's it's too short like, it's just weird it's just weird pacing and they're weird pacing dude they padded out the second to last episode with so many fucking montages and them fixing a goddamn boat for half yeah so it. did you need an extra 10 minutes in this episode like you that's, got your extra 10 that's, minutes that's to not dedicate what, to that that's, that's not what i'm saying nobody knows what you're saying I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I wrote it down. It's right there. It's weird the guy who's like, hmm, why did I write this like regularly with your notes? All right, go find a fucking scientist and talk. I'm to working him. on it. Okay. Hey, maybe focus on the goddamn show while you're here. Maybe be present, Matt. Instead of your fucking future bullshit. Both. No, you cannot. Put the phone down. This is all your goddamn idea. So fucking participate. I am participating. <laughs> I'm literally participating. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, of course, in the previously on, they're like, oh, cool, we need to mention the five things that we're going to chat about in this episode. So, obviously, they mention the power broker because she's been irrelevant. Oh, sorry. Did I say she because I thought I already know who she was? Ooh, sorry. My bad. I didn't mean to kill that little nugget of secrecy. Um were they trying to make that like a I don't surprise? Know. I, was I, don't, like, I don't know. Yeah. How would anyone not notice? <laughs> like Batrock being like, so you're the power broker. 
Yeah, they did the one thing I really didn't want them to do. And it's like, just like, she's a power broker, just like, okay, cool. Like, we get it. You don't have to have someone announce it. Mm-hmm. And then and they literally like, oh, well, someone. now now you owe me four times as much because now I know who you are and you don't want your secret getting out. It's like this person essentially broke you out of a prison. Didn't she like break him out of prison and then give him a contract job for cash? Like, isn't that enough to be like, oh, this person kind of has a lot of stuff going on? Yeah. He's literally like a cockroach. He just keeps like coming back. He's one of those characters. You say that. He actually dead dead though. (laughs) I mean, we saw the body. Cool. We've seen a lot of bodies, Matt. Yep. (laughs) Nothing matters. Whatever. Um, You better be more polite to the scientist. I won't be. That's all I'm saying. Um, Probably won't be. Um, So, okay. So, He's flying now. Obviously, there were wings in the case. We don't even do like the show the case. They just, this is obviously what was in it. So he's flying around, yada, yada. Sharon is just in the US now. That was easy, apparently. Apparently, that wasn't that big of a deal for her to get into the US and then go to maybe the most heavily policed area in the continental United States at that given moment. And well, they showed her like disguise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then she why uses. Why she have just left at any point <laughs> with that disguise? And she also turns it off immediately, rips it off, says, hey, Bucky, it's me. And then just leaves it off for the rest of the episode. Well, she never left previously because she probably never had a reason to. Here she has a deal with Sam to get her a pardon, which is clearly going to lead to something else. And then here, I don't know, she just wanted Sam to know. Like, she's already gotten past everybody. So she's in. Like, what is she still hiding from? She hasn't I mean, gotten I the pardon like, yet. And- yeah. But, yeah, but at that like, point, like if people see, oh, it's like it's Sharon Carter doing all of these, like she's gotten past whatever security or, or patrol or whatever, like to get into the country, to get through, um, to like, sneak onto the premises to fight alongside Bucky. Now she shows her face and everybody sees her fighting alongside Bucky and Captain America. They're like, oh, yeah, cool. Same deal with like when Bucky helped fight Thanos. Like he's out there shooting guns. She's out here shooting guns. I feel what? like when they first introduced her, she was mainly like, oh, I just didn't want to end up on like Madripoor and stuff like that. And I just want to get out kind of thing, which she could have then conceivably done at any point and just worn a disguise the entire time. Yeah, but would you, like if, that was her would you then, if you're if you're on the run from the government for, uh, you know, committing treason, would you want to run around in disguises for the entirety of your life? Probably not. Like you'd find the No, I, I would because then I could them. never be caught and then it would be fine. <laughs> Especially if you have a disguise that's like literally work. like a face shifting hyper tech thing like that you just put on and off. Like that seems pretty freaking easy. Like, yeah, but cool. she likely has that because she's a power broker. Like in the beginning, she's nobody. She's just Maybe. I don't know. random, we, we don't random know shield agent Sharon Carter. <laughs> Maybe she could just bought it in Madripoor for like 10 grand or something that she had. Yeah, maybe she just like bribed the, the dude cutting out snake guts and putting them in drinks and got a fucking magic face thing. All things considered, it seemed like she had like a pretty decent life in Madripoor. So I don't know why she would want to keep going on the run. That it's seems just, a sillier concept. Right, then also why is like 
she's so adamant to Sam and Bucky and they're like, oh yeah, we'll get you out of here and like, we'll get you a pardon and you can come out if she has such a Did you skip the like, end, the post-credits no, again? No, I thought, I know why she's doing it, but it just seems so stupid. <laughs> then that Sam and Bucky are like, oh the- yeah, no, we'll get you out of here. We got to get you out of this crazy place, even though you're living like in this lap of luxury and shit like this. And why are you assuming that the pardon was because of Sam? Like it was because of her actions in taking down Carly. Yeah. Like, right. So Sam and Bucky had nothing to do with her pardon. But, oh my God. There was no reason for her to be anywhere or do anything other than kill Carly until they showed up. Them showing up was the leverage she needed to even get a pardon in the first place. She's I mean, what, fucking if, hanging even out if they Magic never... Board, if like Sam and Bucky never even came onto the scene and it was just Carly doing her shit though, she could have conceivably just come on, killed Carly once like the government knew Carly was a bad person, and then there's her pardon without get Sam or get Batrock to kill her and be like, yeah, I, and, t- and then take credit and be like, yo, what's up? The Done. amount that you would have to jump through hoops and explain that in an easier way than I teamed up with Captain America is ridiculous. Sure, I guess my order of operations of I sneak into the country even though I'm wanted for treason and then just go to the most heavily policed area ever and take off my disguise and then just waltz around is also strange. I also we, feel like it would, level be a, with me there? it would be a pretty easy explanation to be like, hey, we're both a Madripoor. I knew that Carly was doing this thing. I wanted to stop her. I followed her. I killed her. Done. You're welcome, America. Like, that could have been an explanation. Like... I even if that were the case, I think uh, someone else would, someone else would get in her way and stop her if she didn't have Bucky and Sam to back her up as a legitimate, uh, good guy. Because then it would be like, oh, she's coming after Carly, but you got like, you know, John Walker doing his whole criminal rampage, and he's like, oh, hey, I know you. You're this famous traitor. Why don't I kill you too? Or any number of like cop or army person or whatever like the uh, she is not a superpower person she's a woman with a gun and a lot of money seems like again sam was a terrorist treasonous person too and then they were just like whatever <laughs> but sam also got his or his pardon or whatever at the right at the beginning of the blip like he came back helped beat thanos boom pardon she did not have that <laughs> Well, exactly, but if she came and beat Carly, then why couldn't she just get a pardon? Same thing. Like, I feel like it could work. <laughs> you guys are... Okay, fine. That would be a really dumb and boring TV show. As opposed to this other dumb and boring TV show. You're right. <laughs> I thought this episode was neither dumb nor boring. So, hey, go fuck yourself. Okay um yeah so we're just gonna accept that she's there and that's fine i just also love how everyone got to new york city in like hours from across the world yeah she's just in indonesia and just and oh, even someone's sam going down being there? in in louisiana in there like in like an hour even if he has like wakandan super suit flight shit like that's... do you think he just flies like flies flies like himself I'm would assume so because i, I would, would assume, assume so. like trying to get on a plane board a plane then get closer would oh probably God. take like so checking much those checking those wings through like yeah. baggage i mean do their metal detectors do you think detect vibranium yeah 
why is that such it a would also question? be pretty freaking <laughs> large i feel like they probably want to inspect that package yeah that's fair i feel like there was a scene dealing with this in civil war <laughs> there might as well have been <laughs> doesn't matter nope. um actually i guess uh it, it probably does require a special <laughs> metal metal detector because how did bucky get around just yeah. anywhere because there was he did go to he the museum at one point one. by himself just put it through that, the scanner and that was before he had a wakandan metal arm he just had like a regular metal arm but i guess you could also assume he is a super spy so he could probably sneak past the metal detector sure going through the vents um why not i i love the thought that all of the people all of the flag smashers that have infiltrated the grc went through security with like guns and tear gas and their masks i love the thought of somebody putting their mask in their backpack while they're going to quote work putting it through the security scanner somebody seeing the mask and being like yeah it's fine <laughs> unless they all lined up behind the security dude that was also a flag smasher and then we're all hunky dory um doesn't matter um so everybody's being evacuated, GRC, there's smoke, there's gas, there's this, there's that. They're trying to funnel them towards a specific spot. And Captain America shows up and his suit's pretty fucking sick. Um, I, I never really like the suits though that go and cover the neck. just about to say that like, though. <laughs> it just seems constricting if you had to wear that too. And like, uh, I agree. The, I think the whole suit from the neck down is dope, but then it does like a weird like neck thing. And then there's like a hole for his ears to come through <laughs> and then it connects to the goggle. It's, it's strange once you get to the, once you get to the yeah. neck. You know what's even funnier? Why they did it is for the goggles, but like. Sure. Put on the goggles. Just put the goggles on. <laughs> right. The original, it didn't even give him like arm covering. Huh. Interesting. That was the original design. Not For the listeners at home, I am showing them a picture of the original <laughs> design. Not mad at it. But but no, look, it looks pretty sick. I mean, you have to protect your neck. That's what they say. Yeah. Um so, so after he, he kind of just then is just says, fuck everyone, I'm Captain America now. They gave me wing, they Wakanda gave me wings and a suit. And I had the shield, so go fuck yourself. I'm now Captain America. Eat my dick is kind of what he's saying right there. Which I'm pretty I sure that was verbatim. I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it was behind closed doors, so I don't think they let cameras in on that. It was the original but, cut. That Right. Mm -hmm. We'll get that. They'll add another episode in. Um, of, Release of the Spellman cut? The Spellman cut, yeah. <laughs> so... <clears throat> I'm never going to get over the fact that there are like a billion NYPD cops surrounding the building and both Bucky and Sharon just waltz in the front door. I'm just walk in. Well, they did at least. I mean, I don't know I how Bucky's Sharon known. got through. But yeah, they said like high sergeant or whatever. So at least he has military clearance or whatever still somehow. But <laughs> whatever. I so, also feel like the cops would like pull jurisdiction there and just be like, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude with a giant it, but... fucking metal arm shows up and you're gonna be like, excuse me, sir, could you wait outside? Yeah. I mean, that would be more, I would be more likely to tell that person to wait outside than some random Joe Schmo with non-metallic -metal arms. 
because it seems like if somebody's going to cause some mischief, it's probably the dude with the gigantic metallic <laughs> arm. <laughs> um, so they're then like security guards are escorting everybody into like the parking garage to get them out in the armored vehicles, and they zoom in on this one fucking guard like 18 times. <laughs> It's like, no fucking shit. We get it. This guy is a flag smasher. We get it. You can stop zooming in on him. We get it. He's a flag smasher. He's going to do flag smashery things. We get it. Please stop. And then they don't. And of course they did like, because they, they like to think they're cinematic with, with like the Bucky opening his hands and the bullets falling to the ground and everybody going down a spiral staircase and them doing like the camera shot from the top while spinning, doing the spiral staircase. I'm like, we get it, Stanley Kubrick. You're very, very good at this. Let's move on. <sighs> Fuck. I do appreciate that over the like hundred or so episodes we must have done of this show at this point, Matt has evolved from just like, he doesn't only critique like the character or science or rule or magic or whatever based things, but now he's actually getting to like legitimate, le- legitimate critiques of cinema. <laughs> yeah, let's let's go talking about the shots that they're using, criticizing the use of the god view. Like, what an evolution we've seen from you. Yeah, it's been quite the journey. Um, I'm waiting for Matt to be like, I've seen enough of this in the French New Wave, okay? I don't think you need to worry about that. <laughs> um, Listen, Malcolm Spellman, you think you're so smart? Try checking out what Jean-Pierre Melville did. That's that's Matt in like another 50 episodes. I really hope not. Because <laughs> that means I have to watch like other shit. Not that I... Not, we'll, do not, a, we'll do a French New Wave season. Let's... <laughs> No, no. I should make you watch my favorite movie someday because it it is an actual French New Wave. It's like a spy spy gangster film. I think you'd like it. What is it? Uh, it's called Le Samurai. I think I've told you about it before. Maybe. At some point, we'll all we'll have you over. We'll have a couple beers, some barbecue, watch a nice French film. It'll be a good day. Yeah. It, like the first two thirds of that was great. You re- you really you really lost me <laughs> on the back portion there. Um, you'll be right. surprised uh, later. You'll be like, "This beer was shit, but that movie, oh my god!" I'm sure that changes does. how I watch movies forever. <laughs> I can assure you, it won't. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no. Um, so. It looks like the dude puts like these lock things on the back of the, the the trucks. At first, I thought they were mines and they were just going to blow them up, but no, they're just the, fancy looking locks. He could like, just put a padlock on there, right? No, nah, spider lock. <laughs> <laughs> Way cooler. This flag smasher tech seems harder to get off. It it indeed does. Um, yeah. Uh, so. Bucky and Sharon go into there and Sharon's dude is that guy, the the security guard dude, and she plants something on him that essentially melts his fucking face off in his car. I don't remember what Bucky got sidetracked by, but like Sharon was like like yelling at him that he like lost his guy or something. Right. Which caused him to lose who? 
it just uh, he d- he didn't do anything other than take the phone call. Mm. Okay. He, he was, was not good at continuing to participate. And... Yeah. Like me when I was on my phone earlier, but I was continuing to participate. <laughs> sure. He just kind of stood around and looked around. Mm. So now there's some grouping of them go to the roof and are taking a, a, I don't know why some of them got loaded into trucks in the garage. Some, a couple of them got loaded into a fucking helicopter. Cause you split them up. They already split them up into two cars, uh, whatever. Um, and then the cars were at one point seemingly going to split up at the roadblock. Right. And so they load. Right. Okay, guys, what we're going to do, we're going to load 20 people in these two trucks. I don't know. Just toss like two of them into a helicopter. That sounds fun. Um, It's just like a, let's give um, Captain America something to fly at, which fine, whatever. Maybe the fucking funniest, stupid, like Hawkeye levels of specific tool set. Red Wing. Red Wing, go scan anybody in there and see if anybody them any of them know how to fly a helicopter. Yeah. I'm like, how is plan A hoping that one out of five people in a helicopter knows how to fly a helicopter? How is that your first plan? That is not a great look. <laughs> like, yeah, of course you had to get lucky and she does. Great, hooray. But like you gotta work through some other potentials first before relying on somebody else being a pilot. Well, it'd be some of your potentials, Matt. Yeah, I'd love to hear this. I don't know. If Red <laughs> Wing can somehow scan people in there, match them against a database of people that have completed flight school, I feel like Red Wing has some other th- things up its sleeve that could probably handle the situation. It just seems like a very, very... So you would make Red Wing fly the helicopter? You don't have to fly the helicopter. You could, but then like... what do they do when they get the bad guy out of the helicopter? What? <laughs> he well, they need to get the bad in. guy out. He could land the helicopter. He's got to go do Captain America shit. Like, oh, so kicking a bad guy out of the helicopter, taking the helm, and landing a helicopter is not Captain America shit? That doesn't qualify? No. Oh, okay. Could do a classic, like, a little red, red wing tether thing along the bottom, drag it down, ground it. Done. It's landed. And nobody on there needed to know how to fly, fucking fly a chopper. What is Red Wing tethering? Helicopter to ground. It was over the ocean? Uh, it was probably over a r- river. Unless it, it was, was over a water. Bridge over troubled water. Um, they made a situation where this was the only solution. Because mm-hmm, that's how storytelling tends to work. But you could make a more plausible solution or not as dumb of a solution and then you change the things that come before it to rationalize it instead of immediately going to let's magic somebody already being a pilot in there. Maybe it's not as much magic because these are probably like like military based people being in the government and stuff like that. Uh, so I'm there's a higher likelihood. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> let, let's let's look up percentage of senators with military experience. Well, and it doesn't seem just senators. It's like it was the bodyguards and shit too that they were loading up in there, wasn't it? I didn't think she was just senators in there. I thought uh, they were like running all the bodyguards, the people who were saying like keep your head down and shit. 
So if we're talking about like bodyguards for senators, probably post-military, probably higher likelihood of them knowing. Uh, then the subsection of people that can fly a plane in the military, like, man, man, this is a very specific thing, <laughs> man. Maybe I, that's, that's how you get hired as a bodyguard, knowing how to fly the <laughs> Yeah. And maybe like, this is how you get hired as an MCU writer is knowing how to jump through these hoops. It's, <laughs> it's just, it, it struck me as just very ridiculous. Yeah, um, it was. I'll give it that. that no other options. Captain America, the, like Chris Evans literally held a helicopter with his hands to. <laughs> yeah, but you know what Chris Evans couldn't do? Fucking fly. Okay. And they found another solution that worked for his character. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so they are giving the solution that works for the character. So you're saying it's a good thing. The solution that works for his character is to get somebody else to do for it. for that character. But you're saying not. it's a good thing. They're doing... Oh, my God. He... Well, because because Captain America Chris Evans couldn't fly. So the solution was to do a scenario that didn't involve flight. But Captain America Sam can fly. So we should do a solution that makes sense for that character. You're right. Yep. That makes total sense, Matt. You're right. He can fly and doesn't. The helicopter. <laughs> Not him. He's flying his suit. I'm aware of what he's doing. So it makes sense then that they would no. have the scenario involve flight. Involve involve flight is what you're pulling here? I'm just quoting you. I'm, I'm, no, I'm you're speaking not. your words back to you. you you're saying that the situation makes sense not. because they did it for the character. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's like that's like saying... Oh man, the solution involved driving because Optimus Prime is a truck and is driving alongside another car. So obviously the solution involved driving. That That's, makes a total sense to me, yeah. Then you are just fucking brain dead. Because <laughs> my God, that is asinine. What else would you do with Optimus Prime? Well, somebody's flying in the same hemisphere in an entirely different form of transport. So that's the same thing as them getting somebody else to fly a helicopter. I feel like you're just making making the point that this is all a they leaf, have to do. A leaf is floating on a river next to an oil tanker. Those are the same things. Mm, now you're losing me. Oh, sorry. That was one bridge too far. Whatever. It's really fucking dumb. Moving on. Um. And then they okay. So then they come to Carly, talking about like oh, like worst comes to worst, we kill the hostages to send a message. Blah 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 blah. And she's like one people and nobody responds with one world and then she's like one fucking people and then they're like fine one fucking whoa and then then they move on they show like 13 milliseconds of gentle remorse before just moving on with their days yeah as if that was like some poignant moment of ooh, they're questioning their decisions and it's like hey and then they do nothing they about don't. that for those characters that did bug me too i wrote Literally that down zero. like yeah and he's and throughout he, the whole series they're like oh should we be following this person like struggling with this and then they still just fight until the end until they die like because that that one dude with the the ponytail was like with her when the when she blew up the grc and it's just like you clearly showed some remorse there and thought she was doing some fucked up shit and then you see she's doing more fucked up shit and instead of intervening you're just like ah let's just let her run out she'll run out of steam eventually <laughs> three super soldiers against one what could we possibly do Dumb. Don't even have that scene. Don't bother with it. <laughs> like, 
have a scene where she's on like a phone call saying like with like Batrock or something. Like, oh, worst case scenario, we just kill a hostage and be done with it. Cause he wouldn't, he has no skin in the game. So he doesn't give a fuck. And like, you still get or the point of not even mention that they might kill a hostage because we it's already kind of assume that because it's Carly. <laughs> she's right. already killed. She clearly has no remorse in doing that. Yeah. But like having the, the, the faux remorse for two seconds before somebody fucking regurgitates their, their mantra back to them is just so silly. Like have remorse or don't, don't fucking fiddle fuck around in the middle. Dumb. And it seems like Red Wing can just fucking do anything. It seems like Red Wing has like a billion different use cases and purposes and things it can do. So it's like, just let fucking Red Wing handle most of this shit. And then... Are you talking about him lifting the truck? Or what? Yeah, I don't remember what this one was specifically. This may have been something else with the helicopter. Um, remember earlier when I called out that you don't know what you've written down? Yeah. I'm going to do a call back to that moment. All right. I think it's more a general statement for just having Red Wing do everything because Red Wing's doing like 75% of everything. Except when it's more convenient not to because we need to show him fight something. Because yeah. that, that, that looks a little bit cooler than a floating triangle doing work. Um, Someday I would love to see like the Matt version of us, like Matt writing like a script or a short story or something of like a story of how he thinks a story should go from beginning to end. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I think it would be fascinating. Because like all of the things that they do to either put someone into a position where they have to do something or, or whatever, like all of these things that are clearly designed for the medium that you hate. I'd be really curious what your version of a story in the medium would be. That yeah, involves I, some kind of, it has to involve some kind of like magic or superpowers or like, like, like fictional science because I can't let you get away with doing something that's just like totally grounded and real because then the story would be like oh this person drove to the supermarket but like I'd want to see you write like a Captain America story and see what you did with it yeah that sounds super fun like <clears throat> I, I think that the different the fundamental difference between me and you is you just accept the story is the story when I'm like just because this is the story doesn't make it like the, the solution they're presenting doesn't need to be the solution, even though they've written it that way. Like, because they create, it, that's a thing. It's like, you're assuming like the, the problem happened and this is the solution they came up with on the fly. Whereas I'm like, no, there were 50 writers in a writer's room making both this problem and this solution. And this is the route they decided to take. Which right, is yeah, dumb. I critique the story I'm presented with, not the idea of a story I could have been presented with. Right. Which seems like a waste of time to me. But not but, to you, so it's right. fine. It's like you could do better because I don't care about the the hypothetical. I care about what I saw. Sure. Sure. I guess this is like deal with the hypothetical because the reality isn't great. I and if, I'd, ra I'd rather when deal with I don't like the reality, I just say I. I leave it at that. I think this was a bad decision. I don't spend hours being like, oh, but they could have, you know, had a tsunami over the river 
and it's then just wild this that fish he... guy shows up and he grabs the helicopter and Sam has to fight him for a while. Like, I don't think I introduced a fish guy in this hypothetical. I'm just taking your thing to the extreme. I'm here, aware man. of what you're doing. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't care what the writers' room could have come up with. I care what the writers' room did come up with, and it's whether I enjoyed the execution or not. That's just wild to me. I guess that a team of professional writers that this is their job working on the like for the biggest entertainment company on the globe in one of the biggest properties that exists just ever. Mm -hmm. And it's weird that certain decisions are made when that is the case, when you're theoretically getting the best, brightest and best in the field at a thing working on the most, the biggest thing that's ever thinged. It's weird that certain conclusions are reached or certain avenues are taken. It's strange to me. So that is my, that is my assessment of that. I feel like to be fair though, it's like, yes, the writers make a big part of this, but it's also like editing sure. and actors and all this other stuff that cuts it in a certain way. So maybe the writers had kind of like a different perspective about how to introduce this and do this, but between like editing and the director and stuff, they're like, we're just going to do this. So it's almost going through multiple layers where like a little bit is probably sliced off at a time that we get this end result. So I wouldn't put it all on the writer. I put it as the entire production company. I also think that's fair. Yeah. There's, there's no easy way to say, unless someone comes out and was like, no, I, you know, person X, I claim full credit for this moment or this line. It's impossible to say like who really made that decision. Sure. Generally maybe in the moment, maybe in the moment, freaking Anthony Mackie was like, guys, you know what? You know what I think my character really would do? And they'd be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Or what if one of the extras was like, hey, I've got an idea. What if I my can fly character can fly a helicopter? Right. Like, then sure, like blame that one extra. <laughs> but <laughs> it's the same thing with like one line and then they get the the blame the, yeah. the entire really production company if that's better. Distill this down to like just just the comic book. Right? You already have a team of two, no more than two, who are making the initial decisions. The writer and the artist. So let's say you, you're looking at a panel in that comic book. Did the writer write it that way or did the artist draw it that way? It's hard to say. So you should just look at the panel and decide based on this panel, is this good or bad? Because if you start getting into all of that extra stuff, oh, well, there's also a colorist. Did the colorist choose to shade it that way? Were they following the direction of the writer or the artist? And hey, maybe there's an editor who said, oh, your character can't say this, they have to say that. And then they present it to the publisher and the publisher's like, actually, I don't like this comic book, cut out this panel and replace it with another panel, right? You're getting in, for someone that like hates uh, like all the existentialism and like uh, psychological stuff that I love, <laughs> you go so far deep into the hypothetical on this stuff. It just doesn't seem like a good use of time. I mean, otherwise these episodes would be about 13 minutes, me just saying this is bad and then moving on. That's kind of what they were in the beginning, admittedly. <clears throat> was just, like, That's because, you've now really I, gotten heavy on the critiquing, man. Well, because now <laughs> I've seen what they can be. That's the problem is they've now created a scale that they can compare themselves against. 
when you're like the first yeah, five compare it to that's like the, like when i keep saying this isn't as good as civil war like you've got a thing that's done compare it to the thing that's done don't compare it to the hypothetical civil war that might have been but okay okay i guess once you start creating enough content in the same universe seeing the 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 solutions that other the the problems and solutions that other movies reach or come to and then seeing this do that it seems out of place because it seems weird i think it's fine to say i think this is this dumb or bad or or whatever fine it's just I will, like i will i will once never you're, once you get into your further, whole like how did someone you know, how did they come up with the decision to do this when they could have had the red wing tether it to the ground? It's like, I don't know. They just didn't, they just didn't do it that way. It's like, that's the best answer I could give you for any of this stuff. They just no chose shit. not to do it. And then you get more mad because that's the answer I give you. <laughs> so it's like a loose lose situation with you anyway. You, How did it take you this long to figure out this entire thing is just a running lose lose? <laughs> I don't understand how it took you this long to realize that. I mean, I can just put myself on mute for the rest of the episode if you'd like. No, it makes it easier no, for you. No, I didn't say. I'm not trying to agitate you. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> I'm not saying you are. Just it. Just this is. Go this to the is, next note. We're we're in a we're in a we're in a loop. We're in correct. A loop. Where where are we? All right. Bucky, you, I don't know. You had something about Red Wing, and then you didn't Bucky's motor Bucky's it. motorcycling again uh, to 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 grab the. They put the barricades up. He does a cool little endo tackled thingamajig and snags those dudes starts beating the piss out of them cool, cool you know what cool. that's a reference to matt probably civil war no winter soldier right. that's fine um and now they're just cooking people alive in in one of the tra- one of the trucks and then john walker just shows up Carly <laughs> swear to me um <clears throat> I'm a big uh, Wyatt Russell fan. I think he's I, fine. Yeah, I, regardless of the character, I, like I, I only have consciously seen him in one other thing, and I really like him in this. Have you unconsciously seen him in more things? Perhaps that's the problem. Is I don't know if he's been in a bunch of stuff I've seen, but I only really know him from the douchebag in Twenty Two Jump Street. <laughs> is that Trillion? No. Boots. Hi, boots. Um. Okay, so he shows up just in his old Captain America uniform, and apparently a shield. That's for the record. And a a shield that, when he was making it, it looked like he was attaching the medals to the shield. Mm -hmm. But then it's just a Captain America shield. They're on the inside. Yeah, because he looked at it at one point. Oh, okay. It's like his visual reminder of what he's fighting for. I understand. Um, okay. So yeah, now it's just everyone versus flag smashies. There is something I thought you were going to write a note about when I heard it, and I'm very surprised you didn't. Go on then. When he goes, you don't think Lamar's life mattered? Oh, whatever. I did Given all of your other commentary about how unsubtle this show has been i was like matt's gonna bring that up yeah no i just didn't even it was like i'm just numb to it them just beating everybody over the head with everything all the time like uh, i also like that carly's only reason for remorse 
was that she killed someone that didn't matter. Right. I like killing people that matter exclusively. Correct. The only <laughs> time I'm upset is, oh, you weren't actually, you weren't actually in, in front of my warpath. Like you weren't one of these random guards at a, a friggin' supply spot. Right? You guys like fucking murder them. Who gives a shit? Fuck them. Or, I mean, like, she did try and justify it, but yeah, right. it's so weird. Cook these senators alive. That's chill. But oh no, I feel remorse because I killed this this one dude that was not actually related to the cause that I'm trying to further. Sick. When he, like she probably should have made because. Well, she hated John on John Walker, right? She hates the like the idea of the U.S. military, right? So and she's the, if she's okay with killing guards at a facility. She should be she killed, should be okay, okay with, with killing a soldier in an army. Correct. Should be no different. It was it was a, a weird she's moment. A bad character. She's a very bad character. I don't like her character. Yeah, because like, yeah, all they, over the place. Like yeah. most of these characters. Yeah. Sure. Like they tried to paint her as somebody you you can like like feel for and understand their positioning and this, that, and the other, and then does everything in her power to just beat that into the dirt. And yeah. I did like that they gave John Walker a moment to do the right thing. Yeah. His little redemption arc there. I yeah. wish, the I wish it had come a little sooner, but yeah. I'm glad he got that moment. Yeah. So they're fighting over there and um bucky gets them out of the, the the burning truck and then falcon sorry not falcon anymore captain america texts this lady being like yo put your earbuds in yo five seconds you're gonna you're gonna want to grab the the hotas because this is gonna get fucking weird yeah and, and then does see this... that was dumb oh that's the dumb part you're right him being able to red wing being able to magically hack into their phone and get their phone number and text them saying put in your earbud that's the dumb part that was dumb sure you're right the rest of this totally reasonable this part generally though, speaking yeah real stupid because i just don't like the like red wing can text seems like too much and also it's how does Siri flying Siri? <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what it is. Alexis, like if you've ever online, seen then... my voice to texts from siri it it needed a whole bunch of extra uh red wing send the text send the text red wing red wing jesus christ red wing send the text yeah there's a lot uh, maybe it's I... wakandan text siri like <laughs> just a lot Especially better like... than when they're out in the air and at that velocity, there's got to be so much extra noise around Sam as he's trying to say it. So it would have to come through garbled. Siri, Siri barely gets my words right when I'm driving with the windows up. Like, Yeah, I can't. Yeah, there is a lot. Are you yeah. looking through texts I've sent you through Siri? Yeah, and they're bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to bother with that one. Um, Stay in the moment, please. Put your phone down. Oh, my apologies. Thank you. Um, and also, how does a text make it so they can then talk? And, well, she puts the earbud in, and apparently he can also hack <laughs> the earbud. Right. Like, I was like, she did not like she could, like, why wouldn't she just, he just call her? The earbud is really just two cans with a string in the middle. He's just, <laughs> just outside. Just fling, it. flings one red wing at her, and he keeps <laughs> yeah. the other red wing, and then exactly. they're just talking to each other. Yeah. You know, if I'd written that scene, 
I would have had him fly up to the helicopter, wave at her, be like, like point at his ear. <laughs> yeah, then like maybe a little bit like, like uh, like a, a, a hand motion, like oh, driving, thumbs up, yes. You driving, you drive, you drive, yes. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. cool. Double tap cool. here. Five, four, <laughs> yeah. <closer. laughs> I like it. Um. You and me, man. We're gonna write the next big superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Alexis can consult, and then she'll just be like, "I fucking hate you both." <laughs> That's the correct answer. Um, so he does like this vertical shield fling that opens the door somehow, and then he just tackles him, the pilot, out of the the, the helicopter, and then she just jumps in the front and lands the chopper. Hooray! Fun times. Um, he just leaves them in the water. <laughs> yeah, just like hey, there you go. Fucking, I'm not. Gonna, I have to go make a, a. I have to go make an announcement in a little bit about being the first black Captain America. I can't be bothered with getting this guy out for now. We'll we'll get there though. Um. I was like, oh, so burning them alive didn't work. So you figured tuck and roll and fling them off an overpass was the next best call. Uh, because Carly escapes John Walker and Bucky and company and starts. Uh, just trying to, you know, just murder senators at this point. This really wants to murder some senators. Or GRC folk, I guess. And so then it's like doing the little teeter off the edge and and Bucky's down in the down in some like underpassy thing. And it reminded me of like that scene in Shazam when the bus is going over the bridge and Shazam is just like underneath it and just kind of grabs it. It just reminded me of that. But I mean, of course, he doesn't grab it, but whatever. Um, I'm glad that Captain or, or, or John Walker's shield got busted. <laughs> the second it showed up on screen, I was like, oh, if, it, if it's a good shield, they're going to be so mad. No, but the fact that it was like it was fucked up because it's made of like tinfoil and dreams. Like, I'm glad <laughs> that it got fucked up. Yeah. Like the, this dude playing blacksmith in his basement yeah fuck out of here with that nonsense <clears throat> and then we get the john walker redemption arc he can choose to pursue carly or try and 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 prevent the truck from teetering over the edge and he picks the truck hooray redemption for john walker yay um yeah like, obviously that had to happen like we couldn't just be like oh this guy's just a piece of shit I mean, it seems like he's going to be a piece of shit down the line, but we'll get there. Um, If if we, you know, anything's possible, Matt. You could have had it happen that way. Um, And good thing that then Cap shows up because John is not doing the best of jobs. He's helping, but not as helping as he could be. And Cap's like, no, 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 no. I got the fucking shit. You back off. You're going to snag this. We're going to do a little fly, fly, jetpacky thing. Get these mofos back up there and we good. So that bugged me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just a little bit. Because also in that scene, it's like he's straining, but he doesn't have super soldier power. So none of this is his own strength to hold it up. It's just the wings and the engines. If anything, so he should have just... He's straining because he's being crushed in yeah, between he's... engines and stuff. <laughs> he's straining because yeah. his, his rib cage is collapsing on itself. Because it's like he's got an incredible weight pushing down and an incredible weight pushing up. So yes, he should be dead. We're yeah, but it. then he's like pushing his arms like he's doing that with his arms. His arms have no power there. 
he could just broken. lay his body flat against the truck. <laughs> right. Take <laughs> take the, the jetpack off. Which would stick actually probably that. be better for his muscles overall because it'll like make the weight of the truck over his entire body rather than just his hands and arms. Yeah, we don't need a scientist here to tell us that this dude would have been fucking compacted into into fucking construction paper. <laughs> what? And then in the end, he just uses Red Wing mainly anyway. Of course he does. <laughs> Red Wing, Which the magical Macaw. Red Wing is is literally the is is Hawkeye's arrows. Is Red Wing? I'm just saying because he is a hero that doesn't have superpowers. I feel like they could have done a less superhero powery way of doing that. That I still would have appreciated. But instead, it seemed like they were just trying to make him seem like a super strong man, which he's not. I mean, he is. Can't. But which, he's not. Yeah, I mean, that's a recurring thing in this whole thing where he's fighting super soldiers and can like. And he should be getting the, stuff like that. Yeah, like, he should be getting the shit kicked out of him. Right. I don't know. Recurring problem that I don't appreciate. Yeah, and then Red Wing just bails him out because you know that's what friends are for. Sentient triangles. <laughs> uh, well, it was supposed to be an actual bird, but. It was like here. You can see it in Alexis's background. Yeah, but then I don't know if an owl can fucking hack, (laughs) hack a hell like and 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 now see that would be an interesting story. Yeah, maybe the helicopter fly or sorry, the the owl flies the helicopter. I feel like if this movie had been or the show had been made like twenty or thirty years earlier, they 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 would have had like a fun animal sidekick thing going. Yeah. With the with the 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 actual falcon that hangs out with him yeah they're trying to pull out kind of like the the corny stuff out of the marvel universe in the cinematic marvel universe they're just trying to pretend like it doesn't exist as much (laughs) i don't know about that i mean we watched wandavision man like there's a lot in there that's pretty freaking corny (laughs) but that was corny for a specific reason and stuff like that i'm not just talking about for the overall like universe and stuff like that like weird outfits and names and shit like that like they don't call him mm. batrock the leaper and shit like i think and it's uh it depends on the movie or show because i think some of them seem to want to have like thor ragnarok had like a ton of fun with all of the nonsense i would say yeah Whereas, i mean that's like, a little bit harder to get away from the nonsense because it's all mythology and gods and shit like well, but more like you get like that type of movie which is like crazy out there and then like like winter soldier was a spy film so it's a little bit more serious and then you get ant-man and ant-man's like fun and silly again um i think it just depends what which which movie or or which whatever that you're watching um like because the only I, thing like, that kind i don't of think they're ever going to go towards like throb or probably like i think that there's an overall <laughs> level that they will not cross into the corniness and there's a lot of that maybe i think they seem (laughs) they seem more willing these days to to try and present something that the average audience would not have accepted 20 films ago because a little bit more leeway now yeah i think i think they've got the cachet to do whatever um so I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we start getting more I like the, uh, the only way I know how to call it, like comic accurate nonsense with like Zima wearing a mask for a minute for some reason. <laughs> Real silly. Um, 
So yeah, I just said, step aside, John, with your fake ass bullshit. Real Caps got this. And good thing, everybody cheering on the sidelines was insufficient in illustrating, you know, society's acceptance of a black Captain America. No, they deliberately needed to say, somebody needed to say, hell yeah, it's Black Falcon. And then somebody else says, no, that's Captain America. We you all wrote that one down, but not Lamar's yes. Life Matters? I did. All right. And also they did that just like two minutes before when he saved the two people from the NYPD helicopter and crashing. They're all like, yeah. Yeah, like everybody's already on his side and everybody's already accepting this transition. Keep doing it, it just to cement it in people's heads. Like, okay, people right. like this. Yeah, we get Whatever. it. People are people like are are okay with this situation. Um, at least these people are. Uh, yeah, at least these right. yeah. people are. These immediate people in New York City are okay with what's happening currently. It's like when uh, they there's that one of those Spider-Man movies where all like the dudes move the uh, cranes. That's what that scene reminded me of. Like you can do it, Spidey. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't remember. I think that was an Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, but I don't remember. Admittedly, I did not see it then, because I did not see any, any of the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. I haven't watched them in a very long time. I what I know, it's probably for the best. I'll rewatch Tobey Maguire and I'll rewatch Tom Holland, and I have a tough time rewatching the Andrew Garfield ones. Are they actually worse than the Tobey Maguire ones? I mean, it obviously depends who you're asking. I I like the Tobey Maguire ones. I think that Even they're three? fun. Yeah, I liked three. I think the Tobey Maguire movies are in the same way that you like the prequels to the Star Wars movies. I understand. Right? Like, I think they're fun. They're campy. They're very superhero-y. They're like very comic booky. They're not, it's not high art. I'm not going into here and right. expecting my, my French new wave. So. Cinema. <laughs> but like, you know, people that really hated... Uh, the scene in Spider-Man three where he dances. I didn't, I was like, yeah, it's like silly and goofy, but I didn't hate it. I don't know. I, I guess for me, uh, the Raimi Spider-Man movies are my prequel trilogy, but I also like the prequel trilogy. Right. Everything's prequels. And then I also hated the sequel trilogy, just like I hated the Andrew Garfield movies. Makes sense. It checks out. But then when they go and work with, uh, go do their, a different thing, like Rogue One or Mandalorian, then I'm super happy. Like when they brought in Tom Holland. What about Solo? What about it? <laughs> and I helped. <laughs> I think that movie that is- Solo is Venom. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Solo's yeah, not that, that bad. Yeah. No, I would, I would watch Solo again over and over and over than ever have to watch Venom. And I'm going to see the sequel because I hate myself, but. I didn't think so. I mean, Solo wasn't good, but I didn't think it was that bad. Solo was fine. Solo is like, Solo is, I went to the, to get an ice cream and all they had was vanilla. So yeah, why not? It's still ice cream. Yeah, I got some ice cream, so. Right. Whereas Venom is, I went to go get ice cream and then they shoved my head in a shit-filled toilet and said, eat it. <laughs> I fucking hated that movie. <laughs> I don't even Matt, Matt was there. I don't even remember any of it. I just we remember. We were all there. <laughs> no, Matt was there for the aftermath. The car, the car oh. ride home. Oh, okay. I was so upset. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was a lot. I was admittedly like, 
why you shouldn't be driving in this condition. <laughs> she just take the wheel. You know the you know the moments of this show where Matt is like really mad at like the helicopter decision. It was that times like ten for me. Um, it was a lot. I was I was so upset by that movie. Anyways, looking forward to Venom two. So <laughs> so Batrock shows up, smoke bombs that whole area because Christ, do we love just smoking shit out and then they 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 escape in like some tunnel system or whatever um and then so cap and cap goes cap goes bucky goes in and well bucky stays outside they and in. they fall yeah they all go in to the fucking bullshit um oh my god when when captain america goes in they so quickly are just like all right john you're good yeah, you're just like, yeah, you can go wherever else. We're done with you. Um, Captain America turning the corner in that hallway and superhero posing for probably two seconds before continuing down the hallway in this high the pressure, walk high too. speed chase. He's like, no, I need to turn this corner because the lighting's really nice here. It's really going to make my pecs pop. So I got to stand here. Can't really see. Okay, now we go. In the, and now in we the saunter. Armor. The other thing is like, I feel like that, suit has to make a lot of noise like when all of the fabric like yeah like rubs up against each other so he probably has to kind of go it i i get what you're saying he does probably have to go like a little bit slow (laughs) well no because you alexis were saying like oh yeah he's just like taking his time i'm not arguing with the super superhero pose i'm just arguing with like he's probably going slow to not make noise and listen because he's got the infrared thing but apparently doesn't have something to actually give him like the sonic sonic capabilities read sound waves too i don't know gotta go fast um no gotta go slow oh sorry it's like when george gets those that that suit that's on sale that he hides in the in the store so he can go back when it's going to be a sale over the weekend and then when he buys <laughs> it the pants swish when he walks <laughs> anyway um then they do okay so sharon finds carly they're putting guns in each other's faces and this whole fucking scene where like, oh, but you're the power broker. And everybody's like, what? You're the power broker, man. No way. Now you owe me four times, man. Because you're the power broker, man. Awful. Awful. You say that and like, I don't disagree. They didn't have to like overly pronounce it. But I always do remember that time when I was in Winter Soldier or in, in the in the showing of Winter Soldier and Bucky's mask gets knocked off and someone was like, oh, that was him the whole time? But that's different. As if you can't see that that's Sebastian Stan. Sure, sure. I mean, I think those two things are a little bit different. I, I like, I think the breadcrumb trail, like, I think it's a little different because you also have the backing knowledge of obviously this is what this is versus somebody coming in that doesn't have that backing knowledge of this is what this is. I feel like you just see the actor appear in the movie and you're like, oh, hey, that's him. It's Sebastian Stan, that actor from what the if other somebody, movie. What if somebody doesn't even remember who Sebastian Stan is? They could have face blindness. Yeah. What if, yeah, so what if, there's, what if there's someone who did not put two and two together until that moment? That's all I'm saying. Like, you, you're criticizing this as like a big reveal that nobody saw coming. And like, I yeah, you're right. I think it was pretty obvious. 
But I also thought that when you see Sebastian Stan's face before the, like, when the first time in Winter Soldier when Sebastian Stan and Chris Evans face off, you get a good look at his face partially covered by a mask. And I remember thinking like, oh, cool. Everybody's going to know who that is now because you, you saw the top half of his face. But apparently people can't tell Clark Kent and Superman apart either. So, yeah, you get it. I, I'm actually agreeing more with uh, Matt here that it is not a surprise and it should not be a surprise for anyone because they've had multiple scenes of her <laughs> acting like a power broker with, you know, and manipulating things. So I feel like it's just, there was... Yeah. The Winter Soldier one, I can kind of understand how some people who aren't that familiar weren't paying that close of attention to, like, would get it. But you'd literally have to not be watching the show at all to be surprised by that. And then, yeah, what, I, why, I, then why are you still watching I it? Still, I, I do think it was obvious. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Um, I just, you know, let's, let's consider that not everyone is as smart and savvy as we are. <laughs> sure. Um, so yeah, Batrock shows up and says like, oh, fuck, you're the power broker? Cool. Now you owe me four times as much so your secret doesn't get out. And I'm like, on what planet? I feel you like have... you you brought this up with Batrock saying this about five times. Yeah. <laughs> How does he think he has any negotiating power here? Oh, I just realized. Well, you're he's this, French. He's very pompous. You're, you're this ultra connected, super rich mastermind. And I now think I can blackmail you? Lucky for what? her, she doesn't do blackmail. Yeah, and then obviously she just shoots him. Because why wouldn't you? Like, fucking what? If anything, that is that been... the moment that you're just like, that's how I would have written it. She just shoots him. Well, if, if anything, like, if you found out this secret, I would be like, uh, okay, now I'm terrified. I'm gonna just do this job for free and get the fuck out of here because clearly shit's not gonna go great for me. I don't know. It, it seems, it seems weird to be like, Oh, I know, I know Bruce Wayne is Batman. And so it doesn't come out. I'm going to try and blackmail Bruce Wayne. And he's going to be like, ha ha. I'm going to punch and kick you a, a lot. <laughs> he wouldn't shoot him, but no, but hang him off like a tall building. Yeah. And just leave him there. Um, so then fucking Sharon gets shot as well down she's not wearing a bulletproof vest like right so fucking goddamn stupid so that stupid seemed odd to me that she wouldn't have been prepped for this a little the only like i i thought there was going to be a more pronounced uh moment afterwards of like maybe she thought she needed to get shot so sam comes around the corner and it's like oh i gotta take out carly she's masterminding that that far but then so, apparently maybe then she didn't so i was like oh okay she really just didn't show up with a vest <laughs> yeah um or maybe maybe her mastermind was like oh I'm all, i have to get shot but it has to be shot for real because they won't pardon someone who didn't get shot for real right you need to get shot for realsies or else <laughs> that's the matter. only way you get an actual pardon correct they have to take a bullet out of you right um so then cap shows up and starts talking to carly and she's like don't manipulate me and then he does like this dive thing at her because she randomly takes her eye off of Cap and looks at Sharon. I watched that same like three second bit probably six or seven times to be like, why does she take her? Because he's 
there he's she she's staring at him guns drawn staring at him being like don't fucking do this bullshit and then the next scene like the next millisecond is her pointing the gun at sharon on the ground and cap lunging at her dis to disarm her and i don't understand what happened in between gun pointed at at cap to looking at sharon and gun pointed at sharon on the ground and cap disarming him or well, she said don't manipulate me and then i guess he did manipulate her sure like it was just really weird and i watched it so many times because i was confused as to why that played out the way it did but it doesn't matter and then they fought but he wouldn't fight her he just kind of defended defended deflect 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 that this still pisses me off so much because it's literally like carly and john walker are very very similar characters they're both like oh we want to be able to do this one thing because we think that this will help people and they are totally misguided and then they end up totally wrong but sam just doesn't want to fight carly and wants to help carly doesn't give a shit about john walker right <laughs> and it still pisses me off like why is this different like these characters are almost identical i feel like like uh, the belief here is that john is an adult and carly is a child and so as a child she's more misguided or is has a a, a bigger opportunity for redemption or to turn it around versus an adult who why is she not an adult what do you mean like have we been told what her age is are we supposed to assume she's a child because i've always thought she was just an adult in the in the final moment he calls her like a, a young girl or something like that well i could just be they they do they it could also <laughs> just be patronizing yes but they do refer to her as like a a, a child someone who is playing at revolutionary and has gone down the wrong path versus an, patronizing to me not so much a an actual indicator of her age <laughs> you're not you're not wrong I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just trying to repeat back what the show has said yeah and it's it's not making the show <laughs> right <laughs> like, i'm not gonna lie like oh okay we can be patronizing to the female character who is trying to leave the revolution but you know the male character we won't act that way just I'm not going to get the male character had that. the excuse of killing but, people, government sanctioned killing people in war. Right. Carly didn't get permission before killing people. Right. But also, it's not like he was happy about it. He was obviously dealing with all this PTSD and shit like that. And that's why he wanted to make things better. Carly, same thing, wanted to make things better for just, they were just opposing forces, but literally the same type of issues and people. And only one of them did they actually care about. Just kind of fucking weird to me. <laughs> I couldn't. It just more. really bugs me. Yeah. No, you're right. I don't like it. And I also just don't like her character after all this. Too. I mean, she sucks. She just sucks. Like, yeah. So they're fight fighting whatever, and Carly yells at him, "Just stay down." And I was like, you know what they should have done right here? He should have said, I can do this all day. I think that's what the moment kind of so this seemed is the time, like it was going to be. This is the time they're not going to beat you over the head with something? I guess, yeah. I even wrote, I was like, 
I was like, stay down. Is he going to just say, I can do this all day? And then he just says, no fucking cowards. I think if not to get back into the hypothetical rabbit hole, I think if the only way that we understand, like if we continued to define Sam's Captain America by Steve's Captain America, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, but I don't think we've been doing that throughout. Like, I think at the beginning, you're right, but we've gotten to a point where he's already gaining acceptance in this immediate circle for his current performance as Captain America. Right, but if the whole thing is about Sam stepping out of Steve's shadow. Sure, fair enough. Him doing a Steve line, as much as I agree, it really, really would have worked so well in that moment. Aside from the fact that Sam was never around Steve when he said that four times across five movies. Like, he wouldn't have known. But... I, that still would have been like such a nice little like Easter egg or not Easter egg. Like it would have been a nice moment. You're right. At the same time, a whole six issue television show about how much he's struggling to accept his role sure. in Step Out of Steve's Shadow. I feel like it would have been backpedaling if he just quoted the real Captain America versus saying whatever he as Captain America would say in that moment, if that no. makes more sense. I'm not saying that line was any better. Right, right. But he sure. has to do it as Fine. Sam. He gets a he gets a good monologue later. But like, he he did it my way. Yes, well, thank his you, Frank. Way. Yeah. Um, I'm not editing out any of these cat meows. That's fine. It's too much work. Normally, I shut the door to the office. Today, I didn't. Well, That's the story for the folks at home who get to hear the meowing. So, they found the rest of the flag smashers going through by just like downloading the flag smasher app and seeing them come out of a certain spot and they wrote a message to them saying meet them here yeah like they use the app to as like they're one of the flag smashers which seems like a big security flaw in their underground i used used the app to destroy the app yeah you could just download it off you know the app store no intelligence (laughs) agencies thought like hey maybe maybe this could be a way to take them down Hey, everybody come to this park. Cool. Arrest all these motherfuckers. Well, (laughs) if you're thinking that through logically, you only get one opportunity to do that. You only get one one opportunity to pull that move. So if you're an intelligence officer, you're probably going to do what Joaquin Torres did in the beginning of the show and use the app to try and infiltrate the group. Sure, that that you could get to the leader. Yeah. Not saying it worked out for him. I'm just saying you wouldn't give away that you I'm in the obviously same way that there are probably FBI agents using parlor right now. Like you're not just going to give the game away. You get one shot at that one. So you might as well use it when everything is collapsing. <laughs> you're the one that wants logic. I'm just trying to help. No, it, sure. Um, so I, yeah. It's like, don't put on your work calendar that you're going to Washington the week that an insurrection happens because you're probably going to lose your job I mean, or don't wear your vest or whatever the guy wore. Oh my God, the fucking name tag. Yeah, thank you. Absolute dipshits. Um, so then they go back to Cap and Carly and pulling the gun on him again, being like, yo, fucking stop. And of course they do the classic like, Oh my God, who shot? It was Sharon. Whoa. What if it was Zima? 
uh, fucking whatever. <laughs> like, good thing she she jammed enough of her own blood back in herself to stand up and then shoot Carly so we could do that whole shebang. Um, and I said, so if he flies over to the authorities with the dead shot body of Carly, why aren't they assuming that he's the one that murdered her? That sounds racist. Um, no, not really. It's more of a, if it doesn't happen on TikTok, is that not like how it happened? Like if you, if you don't record the criminal act happening on TikTok in a town square somewhere, the US government is just like, yeah, that's fine. This is a dead person. Just seems weird that they're like, oh, cool. You killed this terrorist. Fucking rad. Great. We've been trying to murder her for a while. Thanks. Thanks for the help. We're back. Okay. And okay, the the whole soliloquy and, and the whole conversation with the senators on like the on the burning bridge or whatever the hell they were was weirdly shoehorned. Um, like, I think it's an important message. I think it's an an important thing that Cap is bringing up here. However, it seemed really out of place to me segueing from the complicated issue of uh, people coming back from the blip and segueing that into a black man being Captain America. It seemed really weird and forced to me. Like it's a message I wanted to hear come from him. It just seemed very strange that it came from him at that moment. Um, I actually kind of felt the opposite. I was like, oh, okay, this is actually kind of a good transition and like perspective stance that he's taking there to add to this conversation. Yeah, I feel like in we're dealing with like a heat of the moment scene where he is admittedly probably pretty annoyed and has got some stuff to get off of his chest after the journey that he's had for these six episodes. So why not do it on live television? Sure, I guess you have the platform fucking go nuts. And then I said, holy fuck, there are 20 minutes left in this episode fucking how? Because that was like the halfway point. I mean, like, uh, there's still like 10 minutes of those were probably credits. Fair. Um, and then, so then we go to the other truck that's be, that's that's driving along. Or they, they load them into a different truck, presumably. Or no, that's sorry. That's the, that's the flag smashies in a different truck going to they're the learning up to go to the raft yeah and i said oh fucking here we go they're going to the raft with zemo of course that's how we're doing it, gonna do it and then oh they close the door and it's like oh one world one people one world this is how we're doing that and then i just said wait what who the fuck is that old dude with explosives what the jeeves it was the butler with the ex- explosives in the car the whole time holy shit <laughs> So that's is that what for... secret organizations do too? They just whisper words like Hail yeah. Hydra and Yeah, that's that's all you have to do, and then you're part of the organization. I mean Hydra was in, doing and it people for people know they can trust you. Decades, yeah. yeah. It was just Nobody else can two say words. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not part of the organization, you can't say it. Your, your mouth can't so, form like, the words. People who would be trying to bring down the organization still wouldn't say it, even though they know that that would gain trust within the organization to say it. Yeah, We've they just know, literally they know they... seen that on film. Yeah, in Endgame, <laughs> when Captain America gets into the elevator and says "Hail Hydra," and then he gets off the elevator. <laughs> I mean, and right here, one world, one people. <laughs> no, I'm like, saying obviously uh, for, for your your criticism, 
that oh you just show up and say the words and you're fine like yeah that's that's pretty much that's it. what they did in endgame it's a pretty low bar no yeah no i'm saying that is like what they do it's like why don't we do that more often we could have what so whisper many secret mothers. codes <laughs> yeah do you know all and the then secret you're, codes you're, no, then you no, no, like I'm sure they could figure it out. Like, like somebody could take their like. <laughs> they didn't even know Hydra was like behind half of this shit for decades. And just say it everywhere. I feel like they had known <laughs> that Hail Hydra. Just fucking go to the grocery store and say Hail Hydra. Okay. Hey everybody, Hail Hydra. <laughs> and then it loses all the context there. It's fine. <laughs> if you guys, guys had a creative way, these governments would be so and... weird. <laughs> Alexis would be like, hmm. Sounds like the Nazis are coming back. Everybody just run around and say "Hail Hitler," just like to the random person in the grocery store, to the guy filling up the gas in the car. Just be like, "Hey, hail Hitler!" I I will. So I, for some reason, <laughs> giving me a look like that makes sense. <laughs> for some reason, a, a bunch of um, like Taika Waititi and and Stephen Merchant like breaking down scenes in Jojo Rabbit started popping up in my recommended feed. I'm like, yeah, I'll watch those. And them breaking down the scene of them doing like the, the Gestapo coming in and doing the in- inspection of the home. And they say like Heil Hitler like 80 times in that scene and it's fucking hysterical the entire time. I I need to rewatch that movie because I, I absolutely adored that movie. <laughs> no, it is very, very good. And I mean, uh, and Waititi has also talked about how he used the the movie to try and do exactly what we're talking right, about. Take, and, like, away, take the away the power. That power. With, exactly. with yeah. how silly his Hitler is. I right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And, and then, yeah. And then, like, they walk in, six people say Heil Hitler to a child. Then then Hammer walks in, and they... They have to do it all again. They, they all say <laughs> Heil Hitler to him again. It's just, it's just all hilarious. Jojo Rabbit is great. You should go see Jojo Rabbit if you have not already. It's fantastic. Um, Gonna have to get you to watch some of his other movies, too. I think you'd really like them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um... And then we go to Zemo in prison for a second. I think he's still reading The Prince. I don't, I don't remember I why, we panned, why we panned to him. That was place. his butler. Yeah. That was, that was his man. He blew up those super soldiers. That's why he that smiled up, yeah. there too. Zemo he is, wants it to is get implied rid of either soldiers. that Zemo orchestrated it or his butler did it for him. But that's why. That was his butler from like episode three or whatever. Oh, that I did not connect. So, and you're giving people shit for maybe not putting together Sharon was yeah. a power broker. Like, yeah, the the, I mean, the, dude, the dude that that's... the dude that had one line as the fridge is out versus Sharon being in four episodes. You can fuck yourself. <laughs> he literally says the fridge is out, so the drinks are warm. That you remember? Yeah, because it sounded like didn't the fridge remember is out. Him? I didn't remember his face. I just remember him saying the fridge is out because I have. In my notes, I have a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger saying the bridge is out. Wow. Like, I literally do. <laughs> so that that's how I remembered that is because I had the bridges out. Anyway, so yes, I so I just assumed when we when we cut to Elaine after that, I just assumed it was actually Elaine that did it. But that makes far more sense. Because <laughs> it, it would also make sense if it was... Uh, never mind never mind never mind what nothing nothing it it is too esoteric of a reference i'm not gonna do it okay um because honestly if 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 elaine was the one to do it i was like yeah that also makes sense because like 
then she'd have the only real like it would be her, him and Bucky would be the only super soldiers in town. I mean, she does kind of she has her her, her line about yeah, it. like oh I did it oh maybe I did oh no I didn't but I could have but I did but I didn't like that whatever yeah. um, couldn't have gone better if I planned it myself. Yeah. So then they're in like some weird fucking courthouse, and then U.S. agent comes out. They're in the courthouse that they did his court marshalling in right which seems weird that they just have like this, this access but it's um, more like they probably just needed they just had the set i know the, yeah but it cool seems like john walker has also gotten some kind of pardon if he can be the u.s agent you know so it makes sense but, to do it in that area again. Uh, i mean he's just not part of the u.s military i don't think he's yeah they never uh well but they also said like if you if you do any actions or whatever as captain america like we will Right, so just call him U.S. agent, and you're you're off scot free. He was out uh, hanging out, like he literally walks past the senator in the Captain America outfit when they're Awkward. on the bridge, or not the bridge, but you know, at the at the end of that sequence before Sam sequence. So everybody saw him in the Captain America suit again. Right. So Awkward. I assume there is something that has happened behind the scenes, not shown, involving whoever Julia Dreyfus is. Right. Um. So John Walker gets his U.S. agent full circle. I did not know he was going to become U.S. agent in this episode when I said U.S. agent in the first half of the episode. I assumed you didn't mean that intentionally. Um, I had no idea. um, So now Bucky goes to get his closure. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So Bucky goes to get his closure and... um, I can't remember the dude's name, but he's like, somebody's going to call the cops that Bucky is there. I'm like, why would they? <laughs> why would they? like a, an old person response. It's not a Wednesday. What? <laughs> well, they, they usually the hung out on Wednesday. I know. Like, it's not a Wednesday. Somebody might have called the cops. Fucking why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Christ. I mean, he's had a lot, of, a lot of security to his home. So I don't know. If he's he's sure. kind of paranoid. <laughs> but that yeah. seemed like a very, very uh, last generation thing to say. Are you going to loiter outside all night? Someone's going to call the cops. Like if I'd come home late or something right. and, and my parents are like, you can keep the door open. You trying to air condition the whole neighborhood. That's what it made me think of. Yeah. And then the, I wish he had kind of eased into the, I murdered your son thing. You like, just got to do it. No, 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 no. More like a matter of explaining the brainwashing and the mind control thing. And then being like, Oh, and by the way, while I was under this influence, I killed your son. Not like a, I killed your son. I didn't have a choice. Just seems like that sounds way worse. Yep. Not great, but whatever. So he's cool. Gives the book to the the therapist. Oh, I'm all done. Thanks, doc. Cool. That that is tied up. Um. Then he stares through this the 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 bar window and sees the girl again. I'm like, you're not getting that second date, bro. He just said, "Yo, Buck, that dude out there murdered my son. Don't you ever go fucking near him again." Jesus Christ. Um. And now Isaiah gets the recognition. He's he he deserves. Um, that was nice. I think going back to to Baltimore and 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 talking with Isaiah again was cool. Um, you know what I don't like. That you can't fucking buy the comic that that story is referencing. Because wow. I looked it up on Amazon. I was like, oh, cool. Like, you know, uh, I, I bet this is going to sell well now. You can't even, you, you can get it digitally. But if you are a fan of this story and you're like, I want to go buy the book, you can't, 
unless you got like $900 for an after seller on eBay. I wish Marvel would like, I know they've done things in the past where it's like, oh, we're going to do like before the show came out, they actually put out a, a Falcon and Winter Soldier comic. It's like, oh, we're going to put out a show. Let's put out a comic that fans of the show can go read. I wish they would put um, the story's called Truth. So, yeah. And then they bring them to, what is it, the Smithsonian, where they have the, the Captain America thing. And they have a whole um, exhibit for him and then the Red Tails, essentially, which is really, really cool. Um, <clears throat> then they go back to Louisiana and have have a great fucking cookout at a party and everybody just wants to get with cap and i'm like for a captain america that's now not spoken for he must just be just getting after it i mean chris evans's cap wasn't spoken for he's just kind of fashion he kind of was though what with an 80 year old woman yeah he still had he still had carter (laughs) on the mind two carters well true yeah fair and then and then john walker seems like he's in a a relationship of sorts yeah he's married married or with yeah yeah. and then he's he's flying solo he gets it and or is he because he has bucky so he doesn't need anyone else and he has red wing so it's a (laughs) sweet little menage um I don't like describing it that way. No. What a sweet little menage. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So you now know there is fandom pictures of that happening. Uh, of course there the are. Internet. Of course there are. <laughs> Rule 34. Um, what, just like a socket on the bottom of Red Wing or something? Oh. I didn't need an exact visual. <laughs> Dick socket. <laughs> Bad. He's got to open him up and fix his oh. wires. Okay. Uh, anyway so agent carter gets her pardon and then she makes a call being like yo you want some fucking military secrets because i'm gonna get him baby and then we're done (laughs) i feel like uh we're not going to i just like i kind of wish we we understood (laughs) why sharon is so fucking mad yeah i get like like, i get the idea that they kind of floated like oh she was branded a traitor even though she believed she was doing the right thing she had to flee the country and then she spent x amount of time in madripoor which kind of like warped her and turned her evil but i don't know it's just like what it seems like an aggressive turn (laughs) it does seem like an aggressive turn yeah and like why would she even want the pardon and be in the u.s the government if she's she's kind of got her own thing going on it seems like unnecessary. Well, I mean, that scene kind of opens it up. It's yeah, like, right. She like, has more things to sell. Wasn't she working for Shield when she mm-hmm. was labeled a terrorist? So yeah, then but how Shield is it dissolved open in at the, the end of Winter Soldier. Exactly. So then, how is her division having her old division have an opening if it doesn't exist anymore? <laughs> uh, she she got some job after Winter Soldier because that's why she was there. Um, like she talks to Steve about it in Civil War and it's not really elaborated upon, but it's also like how she could get in and get the shield and whatnot. Like she was working uh, around the capture of Zemo. Cause remember she's like in that facility, like she turns on the microphones for Steve to listen to the conversation between Bucky and Zemo. Like she was working um, 
I just don't 100% remember what the proposed job title was at the time. But again, seems it does still seem like a really aggressive turn to then go into just like, well, I I'm used to like, government secrets. <laughs> I used to be in love with this man that stood for like the the pure American, like the uh, the American dream at its like most pure form. And now I'm going to betray all of that and my famous family legacy because Peggy Carter is one of the people who started shield. <laughs> like yeah. it does seem. And also just for money. She, they literally have right. given like, what really else? any yeah. other reason. I mean, she can money. answer these questions for money. <laughs> so do you guys, uh, do you think we're going to see this in Captain America and Winter Soldier season two or in the just announced Captain America four? Written by Malcolm Spellman. Yeah. Probably Cap Four, unfortunately. Four, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. Is really there going to be a second season of this already? Apparently, it's in talks. I heard. Uh, it's in talks in that. Uh, uh, Spash and Sand was like, "I will do whatever the fuck Kevin Feig ever calls me to do." Oh. Okay. Um, and like. Not for nothing. There's like other things in the announced stuff where you could see more of US Agent or you could see more of Sharon. Like there's the Armor Wars series, which is an Iron Man story, but it's about uh, all of the patents and technology and everything that uh, Tony Stark has like gets out, gets out there. And so there's all these people making different types of suits. It's part of what Iron Man 2 like took from um, among many things when it brought in Hammer. Um, so you could conceivably have the power broker doing stuff in Armor Wars if you wanted. That would that would be a guess. Um, same with like the, the threat of US agent and uh, Madam Hydra like could theoretically show up anywhere. So I don't know if it has to be season yeah. two of this. I would prefer not, uh, many... not have another season of this. <laughs> How many of like these secret organizations do we have now, though? Well, at least not just secret, at least but three. at least infiltrated. Uh, yeah, at least we have then Hydra. at least two. Well, okay, so we have Hydra. We have at least Carter going into some government agency, which mm -hmm. we aren't sure about. Is are we thinking basically Sword is just because of douchebags working for them, or are they? It's just a douchebag. I would assume that if you work for Sword and you're a douchebag, you probably have another tie. That would probably, be my guess. Yeah. Um, but at least in terms of, actually, in terms of secret infiltration, there's maybe something going on with scrolls too. We don't really know. Oh, God damn it. Um, there is uh, also the Ten Rings. We don't know too much about that, which we'll learn in the Shang-Chi yeah, movie. Oh, okay, they are bringing it back. All right. <laughs> yeah, the movies, like, oh. that's what it's called, right? Shang -Chi. It's like, uh, I'm, I don't know if this is correct. It's like Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings or something like that. Um, I admittedly am doing my best to avoid information about that movie so I can go in as surprised as possible. But I do that for a lot of these things. So I know I know the title. I don't know too much more. Okay. But you did have that, uh, that short that we, we had to watch from Iron Man 3. Where it's like, oh, the Mandarin is real and he's unhappy of what you've done, Trevor. And I, yeah, I guess I don't know what's going on with Flag Smashers. Carly says it can outlive them, but I don't know if it will. Right. I don't know. I mean, I thought that's why they had that one person say at the end, one world, one people, to prove that it still was. Like it's still a thing. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just means you don't got your super soldiers, but you're right. The organization can still okay. thrive. So we're at five, five things. Great. And we still don't know what this like whole arc or whatever. <laughs> what do they call it? The series. Yeah, like, uh, like we don't what know. The point of it is? We don't know the the, the like the through line that. between them anymore, or maybe they're not doing one through line. Maybe it's like little small interconnected stories and not one big infinity stone thing. But like, you're right. Like, I don't know if it's like a, a Hydra thing. Is it a Skrulls thing? Is it a? I don't know. Yeah, I'm maybe just... maybe the through line is going to be all of the people who secretly know how to fly helicopters. I'm, I'm almost just kind of hoping they try and tie all these kind of like disparate organizations together a little bit because I can see it becoming confusing and a little bit out of control. And then like you have to track, oh wait, in this movie, they talked about this one person that showed up three movies later, but then this other organization is doing something very similar. And I hope we just don't really go down that path because I don't want to have to write out a timeline and a matrix and keep notes about these types of things. And sweet Christ, if we end up like multiversing some shit, it's like that's a whole other yeah. level of shit I just cannot and will not keep track of. I got it. I, I got you guys covered. I've, I've played through all the Kingdom Hearts games, so I can do it. Oh, no. <laughs> that unfortunately is probably the best preparation you could possibly have for this. <laughs> I mean, if you want like multiple organizations and or secret organizations and multiple iterations of the same character, good lord, Kingdom Hearts is fucking nonsense. But you got Mickey kicking people's butts, so it's fun. I like Donald personally. Donald's my favorite. <laughs> I feel like out of the three of us, like Alexis would be Mickey because Alexis is kind of like the most stable rational like kind of leader matt would be donald because he's so quick to anger and then i'm goofy which i think is self-explanatory do you have, do you have a goofy impression okay is that, is that any good no, out of all of the impersonations that i can i mean do. it's whatever i don't think i i don't think i have a donald try it I, I I can't talk while quacking, like a <laughs> is like doable, but like a, that's pretty good. But like quacking while like doing that while saying, no, no, absolutely not. Yeah, try try and try and say, the fridge is out, as Donald. The fridge is out. I can't do it. No, that was actually that wasn't bad. I can't. Though. No, that was very bad for me. <laughs> I just sounded like I was like a monster. I mean, yeah, try try to say the fridge is out. I I can't. I. No, because I'm doing that sound in a completely different way than I would do a fucking <laughs> word. We, we got to cut this off. <laughs> Alexis, what's your Mickey impersonation? I, I can't even think Ooh, about how boy. Mickey sounds right now. Yeah, He sounds, okay, he sounds like that. Can you <laughs> do that? I'll just let Matt do it. <laughs> you then you, have, then you have to take, Matt, Matt you have to take, you have to take uh, 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 Donald then. If, if sure. I have to do a... And I still can't do Donald. So. Shit. <laughs> Gorsh. I wish I could do it as good as Prozy D and sing Bring Me to Life. But all right. So at the end of the day, you guys did not like the show. That's not the end. You did not like the show. I will say at the end, though, I am now more interested in Sam Wilson and Captain America. I don't give a shit about Bucky. 
like his character arc or whatever in this still did not make me interested in where he's gonna go it's amazing Wilson, it's like you had a bunch of movies with him having no personality and now he finally has some kind of personality but it's not <laughs> a lot like, it. like and it's just like it's not enough to actually keep me like okay now i'm interested in this character now sam sam wilson is captain america i am interested in um a little bit more to see where they kind of take it with him hopefully he is you know more of like kind of the the diplomat captain america character that's what I would like to see because he doesn't have superheroes. He's not a super serum soldier. So I'd mm-hmm. like to see him use his words more than his diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll we'll see though. That's just kind of my perspective. And then for the rest of it, I'm just kind of like, meh. All right, we have fly smashers now. I don't like okay, that'll go somewhere. We have Carter in some government agency. Cool. Like the rest of it, I'm kind of may about, but maybe at least the one good nugget that has come about it, out about this is I now like where Sam is at. Yep. I'm not going to fault that. I, I agree. Yeah. I, I think that's the message I'll take away from all of this is like the, the through line of Sam and Isaiah, I think will be what I walk mm-hmm. away from this with. Whereas the rest of it, I couldn't give two shits about the rest of it. Like, like I'm curious about friggin julia coming in later on the line and and whatever u.s agent and seeing how that shit happens but i don't care about the the i don't really care about hydra i don't really care about the power broker i don't really care about the flag smashers i don't really care about bucky like like but yes i'm 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 intrigued to see where sam as captain america goes to me it's like season four of community you gave you gave the power, you gave the reins to somebody else who didn't know what they were doing, and you came away with one thing that's going to matter later. Season four of Community. I don't, that's, I don't remember the seasons of Community. Season season four is the gas leak here. And the only, there's only one thing that ever. I don't know how far Matt's gotten in season five. Um, yeah, I won't say. I, I don't know if what, what you're what you're referring to. So. Well, Alexis has seen it all. Oh, it doesn't remember it. It's like you in Civil War. You've seen it. You just don't remember it. That's me with everything, too. I've seen the only thing in season four that ever mattered was Brie Larson's character. The the only thing. She she hasn't come back yet. Oh, well. Spoiler. It's fine. Other than that, they never talk about it or they or they only make fun of it as the gas leak here. So that's what this is. It's the gas leak show. Hooray. What a good usage of six episodes. Six episodes and a movie. Shut the fuck up.